Good morning and welcome to the septic tank. Um, I'm going to cram three stories into one. They're pretty short stories, but they are hilarious. So another episode of um, adult story time for you. And I'm going to start out with um, a story from way, way back in the day in fifth grade. Um, the only time I ever boldface lied to an entire room of people was when I farted in class during silent reading and said it wasn't me. So that's where this story is going to begin. But I will preface this story by giving you a little insight into the kind of person that I was in fifth grade. So as dramatic as this sounds, fifth grade was a very difficult time for me. And okay, I was a happy, healthy kid. I had a great parents, but I was going through a lot on the inside at that time. Um, I was very dramatic. I've always been pretty theatrical and dramatic in my life. And maybe fifth grade was where I was really into like that tortured soul kind of vibe. Um, and that was the period of time where my mom was kind of like, okay, you can start like choosing your style. And like, I'm not going to dress you all the time, except for when we go to nice places, but you're going to be like responsible for like whatever your personal style was. So it's like, I'm punk rock. Um, and I wore like Converse and Vans and like knee high socks and plaid skirts and Emily Strange t-shirts. And I got called emo and goth, which was incessant bullying to me. Like, that's how I took that. Because I was like, I'm not emo and I'm not goth. I'm punk rock. I was totally fucking emo. But, <laughs> you know, whatever. It's semantics. I was, I was like, I'm punk rock because I have the punk rock attitude and blah, 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 blah. But, you know, fifth graders really don't give a shit about the different I did because of the kind of kid I was. And my mom was like an old 80s punk. And so I was like, yeah, me too. Um, I had this really cool black skirt that I made. It was actually, it was like a hand-me-down skirt from my mom. And um, I had covered it in safety pins, all different sizes. I think about that skirt a lot, not because I would wear it, but because I would probably just stare at it in my closet periodically and wonder why I don't wear it. Um, but man, I love that skirt. It was so cool. I wore it a lot, but because of all the safety pins on it, like it would make like a clack, 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 clack on the plastic chairs. And, um, that was not the kind of attention I was wanting to draw to myself at that time. I was also in the process of growing out my bangs, which I'm pretty sure if any females are listening who grew out straight across bangs in elementary school, that is just asking for a mental breakdown of some sorts. Um, but anyway, I had a little bit of a chip on my shoulder at this time. I was like trying to figure out who I was and like what I, you know, I mean, I knew who I was, but really I was like exploring this style and trying to be confident in myself, which for the most part I was, like, I got always defended myself, even when I got bullied or made fun of. And I was a loud mouth, so I had no problem serving it right back. Um, but at this time in fifth grade, um, I was like, I sat at this table in Miss Wren's class and at this table also sat my friend Marissa, who Marissa and I are really good friends now. Like, she's probably one of my best friends. Her and Jocelyn and I grew up together. 
Um, but at this point in elementary school, we were not friends. We were sworn enemies. Just it that's just how it was. Um, and our fifth grade teachers knew that. So of course we sat next to each other in both like our English class and the Japanese class in the morning. So, um, I already have, I'm just like angry at society and everything, you know, as dramatic as you can imagine a fifth grader, that was me. So it's silent reading time and I am literally set up on the my table like I'm sitting in my table at my table and I'm rocked back with like my legs kind of crossed like resting up on the desk so my ass is not being buffered by said plastic chair whatsoever and it is dead ass silent it is so quiet because it's quiet reading time and I'm weighing my feels over some, like, Edgar Allan Poe poem or probably Gene Craighead George because I fucking love the shit out of Gene Craighead George and Gary Paulson in fifth grade. <clears throat> oh, man, yeah, those books were so good. Anyway, so I'm balls deep in a book, right? Ass in the air, basically exposed, and I fart. And it is, it's not like a bad fart. It wasn't a wet fart. It wasn't gross, but it was obviously a fart sound and it was obviously loud right and it's silent and the tips of my ears are getting hot when I'm embarrassed my ear I don't know if they actually turn red because I've never I got to astral project when I'm embarrassed and see uh, but I feel like they are because they get really hot right so I'm kind of at this like point of denial real fast right like maybe it wasn't that loud and so you know you try to like squeak your shoe or adjust your chair and try to replicate the sound so maybe it throws people off the scent and I don't remember if it was Marissa or this other girl Megan potentially who sat at the table and was like did you fart and I was like no that is gross that was not me It was so fucking obviously me. I'm literally sitting in the middle of a class. Like, our table is at the middle of the the class. My legs are propped up, crisscrossed on the desk, and my butt is in the air. Like, there's no buffer. It was so obviously me that farted. And then somebody else at my table piped up and was like, was like, you, that was, that was had to be you. You just farted. Okay, as a kid, when you're put in that position, like, are you going to be like, yeah, I farted like a girl? You're going to be like, yeah, I, that was me. I farted. Excuse me. That's not going to happen. You're absolutely going to fucking lie. Okay. I don't give a shit what anybody says. Now, as an adult, when I'm in a room full of strangers or even like in a place where I know people and somebody farts, but it's like silent or whatever, I, because of this incident in my life, I pretend I didn't hear it, didn't smell it, unless they bring it up. That's my rule. That is my golden rule because of this incident. So I'm sitting there, and I'm like, "That was it wasn't me. I didn't fart. I absolutely did not fart. And they were like, well, who did? And I was like, I don't know. Maybe it was you. And she was like, I didn't fart. And so we're, like, bickering back and forth, and Miss Wren is like, shh, silent reading time. And, you know, then we have to, like, resume reading but how can you go back to whatever young adult novel you were reading at that time how can you ever dive back in when something like that has happened I swear to god 
I was so embarrassed. I was sitting there and I knew my face looked guilty. I knew that sitting there reading my book, everybody was, I felt like everybody was turning around, looking at me and being like, that's the face of the farter. That is the face of the farter and the fart denier. She is a fart denier. Like, I don't know if I can ever run for political office because of this situation. I mean, I've never lied to that many people in one time, like vehemently, just Nope, it wasn't me. It, it's so obviously me. Actually, maybe that would make me a really good politician. I don't know, something to muse. But anyway, so that is that's the story. That right there. Um, maybe somebody else can relate to that. Maybe somebody else has done something similar to that. I hope so. Actually, I hope not because that was just really embarrassing. Um, but the next story that I'm going to talk about is <clears throat> the time I had to sit in piss pants um, at my friend's house as like an almost an adult for like 45 minutes before I went in. So I am the person who I constantly peed my pants as a kid, not because I was afraid to go to the bathroom or because I did it for attention. I peed my pants because I would be doing something and I'd be like, Oh, I just, I want to keep playing or I want to keep doing this. And I don't want to stop and go to the bathroom or stop and go inside. Right. <clears throat> so um, then I would inevitably fall or roughhouse because all my friends were like primarily guys growing up. So we were like roughhouse to play soccer or football or fall and laugh, you know, just cutting up. And I would fall and pee my pants every time. Or I would laugh too hard and pee my pants every time. And so that was like something I like struggled very hard with in elementary school, just like avoiding situations where I could pee my pants, but I did it all the time anyway. So as I got older, I was like, just go to the bathroom all the time. And then you won't have anything in your bladder to like piss out when you laugh too hard. Right. Yeah. So I thought, so we, I'm, I had spent the whole day with my friend Connor. I'd just gotten a tattoo, which I don't know why we decided to go sledding after, but YOLO. I guess I was 18. Yeah, this was probably, I think, the last time I pissed my pants bad. So we had gone sledding. We were having so much fun. Everything was great. Yeah. And then we were like, oh, he was like, oh, let's go back to my house and we'll hang out or whatever. Yeah, I was like, yeah, sounds great. So I like parked in his driveway and growing up in Alaska, there's this thing called black ice. And it looks like there's no ice, but there is ice and it's fucking deadly. It just comes out of nowhere and your legs go whoop whoop and your ass is on the ground and hurting. I slipped so many times like that in my life. Maybe it's just me. But anyway, <clears throat> so I'm like, I'm going in because where we were sledding, there was nowhere to pee. And yeah, I could have peed outside. But if you've ever tried to pee in snow clothes, it's a big ordeal. And like scarred from the fact that one time when I was like five or six, I like pissed and shit all in my snowsuit because I was trying to go in the winter and it was bad. It was so embarrassing. Maybe I should have had that one. No, that one's, I can't, <sighs> yeah, can't go there. Anyway, 20 years ago and I still can't go there. So, um, I need therapy y'all. <clears throat> so anyway, we're going in and I'm like, I gotta pee so bad. Like I probably drank 18 fucking Red Bulls that day, you know, because again, 17, 18 years old, don't give a shit about anything. 
And I'm like, oh, I pissed so bad. I'm like, oh, I can do, I'll just pee as soon as I get to, into his house. And so I get out of my truck and I'm like walking and I hit a patch of black motherfucking ice and my feet come out. I mean, my feet like go above my head, right? Like whoop, whoop. And I slam right down on my side. And I hit that ground and I completely piss myself. Like, no, you know when you try to like catch it? Oh, uh, nope. I full out like pissed myself. There was no return. And I just laid there for, and he's like, oh man, are you okay? That was like, what is that? And I was like, mm-hmm. Yep, I'm good. I'm super good. And, he, and I just like laid there for a second. Ooh, and I was like, this is just, I should just get in my truck and go now. But I was like, uh, let's check. So we get up and I like go into his house and I'm sitting there in my car hearts and my layers. Like I piss through fucking thermal layer, long underwear, probably Adidas sweatpants that I was wearing underneath and like these Carhartt overalls and whatever other jacket and shit I was wearing. And I'm just like sitting in this piss pant and he's like, Oh, make a run and we're talking and I was like and I'm sitting there and I was like yo I just I just pissed my pants so bad and I'm sitting there and I can't focus on anything he's saying because I'm thinking about my piss pants <clears throat> just like humiliating and damp and just like all three layers like you know if you pee your pants a little bit but it doesn't go all the way through you're like oh I'm safe it's okay no 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 this was like sopping and I just can't think about anything else. And finally, I'm like, hey, oh, you know what? I forgot. My mom was like, told me to go do something. So I'll catch you later. I'll see you tomorrow. We'll go do whatever the fuck we did. <clears throat> and he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll see you later. And I, like, walk slowly away, like, back out the door, get in my truck. And I sit in my truck for a second. And I'm like, bruh, I just peed my pants so bad that I had to leave this I cannot believe that this just happened to me now I have not peed my pants that bad in a, since then so like nine years <clears throat> hopefully I always people are like oh well, when you have children that will change so I'm cannot wait to look forward to that so thank you all for for bringing that ray of sunshine into my life the idea that I will never be able to escape like piss pants scenarios so thank you thank you all I hope you enjoyed that little uh that little segment so this last story <clears throat> is about the time that I barfed in my mom's car um on Mother's Day um which I did like every year for several years in a row I don't know. It was like three years in a row I would throw up on Mother's Day. We'd go out. We'd get dressed up. We'd go have like a nice dinner. And then like halfway through, I would be sick. Or we would have to leave. Or I would throw up. Or something, right? So we go. And we went to a really nice restaurant. We went to, uh, oh man, I think we were at, um, maybe it was Simon and Seifert's is where we where we were it was one of the, it was a really nice place downtown we hadn't eaten there in a long time and I think I was in like sixth grade fifth or sixth grade at this point maybe I was a little bit older 
I was definitely too old to not just be rolling down the window to barf, but whatever the case was. So, like, throughout, I was starting to cramp really, but I'm not feeling good at all. Like, I'm feeling very, very ill and just, like, not well. So, we make it through dinner. We go, <clears throat> and I am a kid who, I get car sick a lot. I, as an adult, get car sick pretty frequently, so I have to be really careful when I drive with people because most people make me car sick when they drive. So... We get in the car, and it's not, it's like 15 minutes from downtown back home to my parents' house, and we're in the car. My mom had a PT Cruiser at the time. It was like a brand new PT Cruiser, cloth interior, remember that, cloth interior, and I'm I'm trying to like look out the window, right, and I'm like, I don't feel very good, and they're like, well, we're almost home, you know, like, but I'm not, I'm not verbalizing, like, I think I'm going to throw up, which in retrospect, I should have, because I was a notorious car throw-upper. We used to have, like, a little cup. They would call it the throw-up cup in the car because I just would, like, barf all the time, right? So we're going, and we are, like, almost home. And my you know when your mouth does that pre-water thing before it just fucking revolts against you? Yeah, so it's doing that. But I'm like, we stop. There's a stop sign before you get to like the coldest out our house is like right on the corner so there's a stop sign and then you pull forward and then you can go into our driveway <clears throat> like 30 seconds maybe right I can see the house and my mouth is watering my mouth is filling up with saliva in preparation for the absolutely violent expulsion that's about to happen okay so I'm like focusing I'm like and I'm not talking and they're like oh are you doing okay December I can't talk because I'm like, because I'm trying to not vomit, right? And in every family with st- siblings, you guys know this, there is a seat order in the back. Now, this is only my sister and I, but I don't give a shit. From the beginning of time, I sat behind my dad and Bethlehem sat behind my mom. That's just how, I don't make the rules. That's just how it was, right? So I'm sitting behind my dad and like, I'm trying, like, got my forehead kind of up against the glass and I'm like, breathe. And they're like, December, are you okay? And I don't even, like, my hand goes in the door handle. We pull in the driveway. My hand goes in the door handle to, like, open it. And I just, instead of, like, vomiting downward, like, what would have been, like, nice of me to do. And I'm way too old to be, like, projectile vomiting like this. Like, out of control, right? I literally just, right all on the back of my dad's head I see I can still see it in my head it's like a gif that plays over and over I see my and my dad's my dad shaves his head like bald so there's no hair to buffer I see him flinch as I just vomit all over the back of his head in the back of the seat it's a cloth interior so as soon as the vomit is like exposed or expulsed what is it as soon as vomit is leaving my mouth I'm crying because number one it's mother's day I just ruined mother's day number two I just barfed in the car I didn't even make it to the outside number three I barfed in a car that was cloth and I'm way too old to be barfing in the car like why didn't I roll down the window right uh number three I just got barf 
all over my dad's head and neck. My dad is somebody who like body fluids, like don't talk about barfing. Don't talk about farting. Don't talk about spitting. Like when there's like food involved, like he'll cry. He'll like talk about gross stuff. Right. But like there's a time and a place he would say. Um, so like, but he's not super, does not appreciate gross talk. Okay. I just literally barfed all over my dad. So I'm like crying because I'm just realized the severity of what I've done. I've pretty much ruined the day. And I'm like, I have to clean this up out of the car. They did not make me clean it up. And I still feel bad about that today. I feel like I should have cleaned that up. And he's like, I see him flinch because I see it. I just have this vision like where I can see the side of his sunglasses and like his ear. And he's like, oh, December. And it's just like barf spray everywhere, all in the back of the seat. You know, it even made it into that back seat pocket, like behind the driver's door chunks I don't even remember what I ate but I ate a lot because whenever I didn't feel good I thought like oh maybe if I like eat just obnoxious amounts whatever pain is happening will go away um not a good coping mechanism let me tell you (laughs) as an adult so anyway so I just like barf everywhere my dad's like and my mom's like oh my god December I'm pretty sure Bethlehem's trying not to throw up at this point and my dad's like get out of the car and I'm like (laughs) I didn't barf again it that was it and I was like and then I'll never forget I go I feel a lot better now which did not (laughs) help this situation at all but I thought it was important to mention I was like I feel a lot better now I'm sorry I brought up you know And they're just like, get inside, get in the shower, you know. And I'm just like, I'm sorry for throwing up. Oh, yeah. So, anyway, three stories into one. Three adult story times of times when I was not an adult when I was a child. But they're hilarious to retell with some F-bombs and shits and ass sprinkled in, right? So, thank you for listening. I hope you found that entertaining. Um, I will have another uh, roller skating diaries for you this week. I fell and ate shit pretty hard yesterday. So I'm still, um, my pride is still recovering from that. So I have some funny things to say about that situation. I also will be doing a new song, old song, uh, this week as well. So I might try to crank those out today. I don't know. I'm also going to do um one or two children's story times this afternoon as well um so yeah got a lot on the agenda for the septic tank this week kind of took a nice long break over the weekend um but i would just want to say too that i appreciate you guys listening thank you for all the feedback i love the text messages and the dms and the you know facebook comments that makes me happy like Anything to get people distracted a little bit from all the crazy stuff that's happening right now is just, that's my key. I'm doing it to distract myself, so we're all benefiting here. But I do really appreciate everybody listening, and um, it means a lot to me, and means a lot to me that you guys, you know, find some find some humor in it too. So I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. I can't wait to bring you the episodes that I've got planned. And as always, if you have any suggestions, something you want to talk about, something you want to ask me, something you want to hear me make jokes about, please let me know and I would be happy to do it. All right. Thanks you guys. Uh, Keep it real. Keep it fresh. 
Don't keep it septic. That's not a good thing. <laughs> Catch you guys later.